Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Are you being emotionally manipulated? Are you walking on eggshells and managing the moods of others, always trying to keep the peace while not having any yourself? Then I'm going to encourage you to take a listen to this series of conversations that I am calling Buddhas and Bananas. My friends, we're not called to appease others and be under the control of other people. We're called to live under the compelling control of the love of God. And that love is going to mature you and educate you in such a way that you will not continue to live placing yourself under the control of other people. So here we go. I'm glad you're with me here on the podcast of Nancy McCready Ministries, Tent Talk. All right, here we go. Buddhas and bananas. All right, so you're going to get this title. You're going to get this uh, word capture and its uh, meaning here in uh, just a second. (laughs) Have you ever gone into a restaurant uh, and they may have a statue of a Buddha? And at the bottom of the Buddha, you'll see there might be bananas, fruit, incense being burned. There have been offerings put at the feet of Buddha. Well, in the context that I'm talking about is when we have Buddhas in our life, maybe people who are emotionally manipulating us, who are dominating us and controlling us, and we keep attempting to appease them. It's like appeasing the gods, and we're trying to manage their mood, and every time they put us on the defense, then we go into a whole thing of where we're no longer talking uh, to them about what you know, harm they brought to us or how they hurt us or controlled us. Uh, Now we're suddenly on the defense and we're having to explain ourselves. We doubt ourselves. We wonder, is it me? Maybe I'm crazy, right? And we go through um, quite a bit of of inner torment. Um, Maybe we're being ridiculed. Maybe we are uh, being mocked, laughed at. Um, completely twisted communications. So this is what I mean by Buddhas and bananas. Have you been attempting to appease people in your life who maybe you haven't even yet realized is that they very consciously are emotionally manipulating you? They have found your weakness, right? And they initially now may have flattered you and you thought wow this person is going to be so great they just seem to understand me and then they zeroed in and flipped on you and zeroed in on your weaknesses and they began to use those vulnerabilities and those weaknesses against you you know emotional manipulators oftentimes work and groom people uh to uh, create a bond called a soul tie. Uh, And this is where they find your weakness and um, they play to that in the beginning so that 
They win your confidence. Remember, that's what a con man is, is a confidence man. It's someone who wins the confidence of their victims before they swindle them. So this is where they create a tie with you. And now you feel like you have to have them. And and that, you know, the euphoria that you felt when they were flattering you, paying attention to you, love bombing you, all of that, which are all serious works of the flesh, right? And... And, and you became captivated by that. And then when they flipped on you and used that to manipulate you, it caught you off guard so bad. You, you were like, really, did that just happen? That makes you question yourself, right? And so when we, okay, because you can't control all the Buddhas. Uh, you, can't, uh, you can't control all the manipulators out there. Trust me, the only way to win the game, my friends, is don't play the game. Right, You have to begin to let Holy Spirit truly begin to show you what goes on inside of you right? that brought that attachment in the first place. You may have discounted the alarm bells that were going off inside of you. Uh, and you thought, no, I'm sure it's just me. You know, I'm always being critical or suspicious, and I need to be more open-minded. And what happens is we address ourselves, but not in the way Holy Spirit is wanting to, right? We address ourselves and we downplay and we discount the very discernment that God has given us. So oftentimes, now remember, emotional manipulators create soul ties with you, and they are attempting to control you. You think it's love. You you think you found your new best friend, your next uh, dating partner, your next potential spouse, right? But they have found the next person to put on their speed dial, right? Because usually they have a whole corral of people that they're manipulating at the same time. And trust me, I can be talking about people in church. This is not just people out in the world, right? And and so, especially when spiritual guilt and manipulation comes into it, and your desire to please God becomes a lever in which they can pull down and they can use that to control you. And so, first of all, we want to spend a little bit of time just identifying is that are we susceptible to this type of tactic and this isn't about you identifying every you know mean and horrible person in your life uh, so that you can get them to stop no it's beginning to to awaken you to wait just a minute why do I keep putting the bananas at Buddha's feet so this is where I want to get your attention today because I think I'm going to open up a series of conversations on this. And and it's like, okay, Buddha is Buddha. Whoever the idol is, right, that demands that you must worship them in a certain way, interact with them in a certain way, they think everybody ought to keep quiet so that they're never disturbed, right? They put the whole place on lockdown, right? And nobody, you know, walk on eggshells and, you know, don't disturb, you know, now they can disturb you anytime they want. They can cross your boundary. They can flip the lights on in the middle of the night to find the TV remote. They can, you know, inconvenience you at any moment, but 
they cannot be inconvenienced because they work hard and they've got to sit and they've got to be quiet and they've got to get their peace. But they can cause you any amount of turmoil and chaos necessary, right? So we're we're not called to live in environments like that, right? And I'm not telling you that you divorce or leave or run. What I'm saying is you have to first begin to recognize, wait just a minute, this is not about fault or blame, okay? Because that's part of the shame game. This is about just coming into the, the facts, into the light and into the truth about the fact that, wait just a minute, am I attempting to gain peace in my life and keep the peace by catering to all of that and calling it somehow Christian submission or calling it, you know, just trying to be a nice person and trying to be patient, right? No, there is a deep place within where Holy Spirit says, wait just a minute, I have not called you to submit to anyone else's flesh. If you're not supposed to submit to your own, I'm certainly not asking you to submit to anyone else's. Now, learning how to live in the Spirit, my friends, is not floating on clouds, right? Where there's never any trouble, some, you know, spiritual utopia. It's about being able to walk among landmines without getting your legs blown off. It's about being able to go forward with your life in full obedience to God and not stopping to put bananas and incense at the feet of every person that wants you to bow down to their need, bow down to them, be under the domination and control of them. When you submit yourself to an alien spirit rather than Holy Spirit, my friends, please, let's not call that Christianity. Because you cannot find Jesus bowing down and appeasing people who wanted to control and dominate. You cannot find that. You find the true love of God where he speaks truth. There's opportunity for change. But he continued to move forward in his obedience to the Father. So I want to open up this series of conversations, right? So that you have some uh, insight into what goes on inside of you. So whatever Buddha you're bowing down to, maybe in your current life, whatever that may be, or maybe you're the Buddha and you want everybody to put bananas at your feet every day. You're in a mood, right? And you want others to manage your moods and you expect everyone to straighten up when you get angry because that's your means of controlling your environment. So it, it can go both ways. And usually it does go both ways, right? Because none of us is devoid of the capacity, right, to be manipulated and to be a manipulator because that's just the nature of flesh because flesh is about control and domination. Sin is about control and domination to get what I want. Right, So we need to begin to look at these things. This is not psychobabble. This is not, you know, some soulish way. This is when we allow the Spirit of God to bring the cross of Jesus Christ inside of us to sever us and to bring clarity by a deep cut when Holy Spirit starts to wield the Word within us and the power of the cross within us. There's going to be a separation, my friends, a deep separation 
between spirit, soul, and body that goes on inside of you. So I hope that you'll stay with me in this series of conversations on bananas and Buddhas, Buddhas and bananas. We don't want to live trying to control the moods and manage the moods of other people. We don't want to bring other people under submission to us where they have to try to make us happy and please us. And we don't want to be manipulators, my friends. We're called to live as debtors to all men. We owe a debt of love to every person, but it's going to be, what do I owe? The true love of God, which is saturated in truth, not manipulation, lies, Uh, twisted communications, superiority, none, none of that. But we have to address, I submit to you, we have to address the deep shame identity within ourselves so that we can shift deeply into our son identity. Shame season has to be over. It has to be over so that there can be Nothing within us that corresponds to all of that, where we continue to capitulate ourselves to others and we allow ourselves to be dominated and controlled by other people. We are to be led and controlled by Holy Spirit, led and compelled by the love of Christ within us. 2 Corinthians five, fourteen, and 15. Right to walk habitually in the Spirit, Galatians 5, uh, Romans 8. Right, that This is our way of life, and we've got to let the voodoo be broken off of us so that we stop all this, um, you know, uh, interactions with other people. And let's don't dress it up with a bunch of, you know, highfalutin words and, you know, uh, we, we've got to call things what the Bible calls it. What, what God, let's just let, what God says that it is. And when he starts to show you, oh, wow, you talk about an education. So this is not about finding fault and blame. This is about letting the light of God come so deep within us that he begins to light us up within to set us free from our own, right, fears Right? Our own things that cause us to keep connecting with other people in a way that is ungodly. Hmm? Got to stop taking Christian lessons from the devil, my friends, and let the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit truly raise you. So there you have it for today. That is Buddhas and Bananas. Don't put fruit to appease the gods, my friends. Don't put fruit at the feet of other people to appease them, to manage their moods, to keep them happy so that you can attempt to have some peace. The Father has peace for you, and He knows how to bring it into the reality of your life. So here we go. Love you all. We will talk soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.